Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the XS Gaming Podcast. This is a belated Halloween special, and it wouldn't be any more special than any other Halloween special if I didn't have my wonderful co-host, this with the most, Mr. James Gruesome. What's up, James? Greetings and salutations, everyone. Uh, good, happy, belated Halloween. Hope you stayed away from those peanut butter kisses or whatever those black and orange things are and just <laughs> hope you had a good time and watched some fun movies and just had a good month and uh you know like we said we're a little late hopefully we can continue the fun of halloween because like i'm a little bit sad because it kind of came and went it really and did. then by the time it left i was just man it left me like just a little bit down and you know all the other holidays are encroaching which can be quite cumbersome and it's like i just ah i still want to hang on to halloween just a little bit longer Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a Halloween special at Excess Gaming Podcast if we weren't joined once again by Mr. Ryan Cadaver. What's up, Ryan? What's up? Thank you guys for having me again. It's always a pleasure. I'm glad that we continue to do this every year. It's always a fucking blast. Indeed, indeed. And, and you know, for, for some of our new listeners that aren't too familiar with you, Ryan, how about you tell our listeners, uh, who are you? Oh, I'm the singer of the <laughs> Casket Creatures. Uh, you know, I, I work on some independent films here and there. We got a movie called Joe Striker that I uh, co-directed. Um, yeah, you know, I just I'm involved in a lot of things. Uh, Neon Warlords is a new thing that I'm doing, which is like a really like cool little '80s metal kind of thing. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm also um, you know uh, we have Cadaver Candle Company, so that's something me and my wife do, where we make like cool theme park candles and like spooky horror candles and stuff. So, I have one burning right now. <laughs> hell yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, I mean you know I, I do a lot of things. I love the spooky time of year. I'm also the upset that it's over, but you know uh, every day is Halloween. You know, yes, it is indeed indeed yeah i mean i i just feel like the last couple of months have really flown by and uh you know yeah you know getting it get... i actually sorry i don't want to interrupt oh, yeah. you but i have a theory about this i think that oh i like that How do <laughs> <pop> <laughs> up there? um but yeah i have a theory about this where we all did nothing for so long and now that we're like back to kind of doing shit again shit seems like it's gone by so fast that makes a lot of sense yeah, like just like just going back to having stuff to do on the weekends, it's like just time just jumped. Yeah. Everything is like a little where things are a little bit more open and people are doing like a little bit more. I could say, you know, like Halloween for us, like we always have our friends that used to do the haunted house down the street. So like it was insane back here for many years, like thousand people. Like Halloween was always alive, and last year was their last year. Uh, so this year, they they didn't do it. And actually, I feel kind of sad because like, we didn't even decorate. Because usually my wife like decorates, but she just I, like didn't get around to it. And, uh, you know, we didn't decorate. There's always some Halloween crap around the house. But, you know, the kids came out. Um, she wasn't doing the haunted house this year like she normally does. So she actually gave out candy because I kind of fell asleep on the couch around 6 o'clock. Because uh, out here in my town... We actually did Halloween on Halloween, whereas like Fayetteville, where I used to be from, they did it on um, Saturday, uh, Spring Lake. Now, we did it on Sunday. We actually did it on the actual day, it's, which is probably kind of confusing for a lot of people, too, because I don't think many people knew which day to really do it on. Um, <laughs> and while I don't really like Halloween being moved for 
you know, no offense to religious people. I don't like being moved for that reason. Um, I'm okay with it for, you know, the enjoyment of kids. I always kind of wish there'd be like a teacher work day the next day, like no matter what day Halloween falls on, I, I think it would be cool. But my town actually did it on Halloween and, you know, my wife got to experience giving out candy, which I normally do. And we still had a lot of people. Uh, we got rid of almost all the candy. And you know, once again, I got to say, man, the kids, no matter how old they are or what costume they're wearing or not, they're very polite. And, uh, I mean, you can't hate on that. So, like, I might want to give you a piece of crappy candy because you're too old and you don't have a costume. But if you're like, thank you, <laughs> sir, like, I'm going to give you a full-size Snickers. So, yeah. <laughs> that's that's too funny. Yeah, I I've, I talked to a lot of people that were saying that, you know, they had so much uh, candy left, left over because they didn't have a whole lot of trick-or-treating this year. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, we had a good amount uh, this year in our neighborhood. Um they also did it on Sunday. Now, is that is that the reason that some places were doing it on Saturday because of religious reasons? Yeah, they might kind of try to say that it's not, but I, I really, I really do think it is. Oh, that's um, bullshit. I, yeah, like I said, I mean, if it's if it's more for the kids and like you know they can stay out later, but I mean, like it's it, it ran six to nine, and like it's totally different. Like so, we kind of have a couple cities that are all around the same area, you know, like mine, Fayetteville, Hope Mill, Spring Lake. And, uh, you know, I looked it up to check because I wasn't sure because I almost kind of wanted to be on Saturday because I was like, I'd rather just, you know, because I have to go to work the next day on Monday. And I'm just like, I'd rather just lay around on Sunday. But, you know, they had on that day. And I mean, I, I, I really think that is the reasoning behind it, you know. Uh, but like I said, Ed, you never know. I mean, yeah. you know, they, they don't change it for any other day if it's in the middle of the week. They don't move it from Thursday to Friday. So, yeah, it, you I'm know. I was thinking that same thing because I, I was like, why, what's the big deal? Like, it's always the 31st. Like, like, why does it matter if it's Saturday or Sunday? And I heard people doing it on Saturday and I, I didn't know why, but this is making a lot more sense to me. Yeah, you know, like, say, hey, like, cast creatures, Bible Belt Horror Rock. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you know where we live. And I mean, like I said, it, it does happen. I think it's a thing. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really just, uh, about the kids, to me, having a good time. Yeah, um, I was about to say. I was about to say when you said in the day. I was about to say it's all about the candy, yeah. <laughs> candy and kids. Like you know, like and that's what it is. But I think that might have been in some areas why they did. But I, to me, also, it's very confusing because when you got one, you know, city that's one day, one the next, and I think everybody's confused. We thought we might have kids on Saturday. We actually didn't have uh any but i talked to some people at work and a lot of them even were confused because you know some areas were doing it some weren't and it's you know man just just leave it to one day i, I really think it just needs to be like this just make it easier you know i agree what can you do well yeah no i agree 100 percent. i mean it's it's the 31st it needs to stay the 31st like that's just in the story yeah, and just make a t-shirt work day the next day, and then kids can have off, because Halloween was always better when it was on, like, a weekend or a day you didn't have school. I remember. It was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, well, uh, you know, there was some interesting news that happened today, and Ryan, I, Ryan, have you, uh, did you see that they have released a game, about 20-minute gameplay footage of Elden Ring? Dude, I so I actually like uh, when I cut on my computer, I saw a bunch of stuff about Elden Ring immediately, uh, but I haven't watched it yet. Like, what's it like? It's like Dark Souls 
meets Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah I'm down is, with that. that it, is, awesome. it is really cool. I didn't I didn't watch too much of it because I didn't want to like uh I, I didn't want to spoil myself. I just saw it just enough that I can kind of get a grasp of it and I'm like, oh man, this this looks freaking good. Looks really yeah. good. I've and been the, hearing the hype about it for a while. And and they're also doing um there's gonna be a fan made that they got uh from software got their blessings. They're doing a D-make, a PS1 D-make of uh, Bloodborne that's going to be released on PC. It's a free oh, game. Wow. And what? Yeah, it's Wait, like... So it's going to look like Nightmare Creatures? Pretty much. That's, that's exactly what it looks like. And it, and um, they said that it's not... It, it's like an emulated PlayStation uh, fan-made game. It's not like actual PlayStation like PlayStation hardware, but it's all emulation, yeah. but it looks really cool, but that's going to be coming out at the end of this year. Wow. That sounds incredible. I'm all about that. A Bloodborne's one of my favorite games. I lo- mm-hmm. like out of those, all those, uh, demon souls, dark souls, like out of all those Bloodborne's the one that like, I finished all the way to the end and I really fucking love the entire thing. I felt like it was the right balance of like not being too incredibly hard. Yeah. Um, I felt like Bloodborne was all doable. Um, yeah, I I've really liked Bloodborne out of all of them. And it's a yeah. shame they haven't done any more with it because I w- I would love to see a Bloodborne too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm looking up pictures of this D make and holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm like so excited about that. So is it like a like a 3D D make? Is it the yeah, yeah? It looks like a PS1 game. Oh, okay. It was like the I heard you say Nightmare Creatures. All right, because I was thinking I was like I didn't know if it'd be like you know we've had a couple like. You know, PSP and, um, you know, 3DS games and Switch, you know, that have come out that have uh, been a bit similar, but mm-hmm. were more 2D that I could say, like, a man, like a 3D one. Like, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of weird how we're all like nostalgic for like crappy looking, uh, you know, that's so, games like that. It's like, funny. Nightmare that's creatures just so brutal. <laughs> that, that's the way it is now. Like, our, our yeah. nostalgia is starting to progress. And, you know, we're going to that point where like, the PlayStation One is like our nostalgia now, you know. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird, like as a bunch of Rob Zombie playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and and we would sit there and like be like, "Oh man, they're bringing back tank controls. This is awesome." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a game recently, Tormented Souls. Dude, okay, I've been okay. That, I gotta say, because I was uh, I was gonna get that game because I knew it. Like it was delayed. It came out on PS Five. I thought it was coming out on everything else on the 25th of October, and I went to get it on my Xbox One. I was going to get it for me and my friend. He has a newer Xbox, but we figured, like, well, we can still game share, you know, if I get, like, the older version. And I found out, like, it was delayed until next year for Switch, old Xbox, PS4. So it's like, if you have the new Xbox or PS5, you can get it now. But if you have wow. anything else, you gotta oh, wait wow. till like January of next year. And I was like Shit. really disappointed because I was wanting to play this game actually on Halloween was when I went to get it, and and I couldn't. So I mean, how, how is it, man? Uh, I like it. Like it's got really good graphics uh, for especially for like an indie like little tiny horror game. Like it's, and it's like a twenty dollar game too. Yeah. Like when I saw, it's, I was like, man, it's cheap. It's a cheap game. Uh, it's got. It's got the atmosphere of like the old Resident Evils, but it's got a shiny new coat of paint on it. It does have tank controls. The hardest part about it is um, 
the enemies can kill you so fast, and it does have like an ink ribbon type system. Mm-hmm. So wow. it gets kind of fucking brutal because like you'll do like three like major puzzles, and then just like walk down a hallway and get killed, and then you're like, well, shit, now I got to do all that again. Oh, that's brutal. That's the worst part about it. Other than that, I really like it, but I haven't beaten it yet because I, I I'm stuck on this one part where I'll solve a puzzle, walk down a hall, and this little thing like will crawl up to me and slice my legs off, and then I'm just dead. So, yeah, I kind of expected it to be like like it might be a tough one, but honestly, that's one of the games. Not that it's like I was so thrilled to play it, but just the fact that it was like I had to wait so long. Uh, it, it kind of made me as like, man, it, it kind of made me want to upgrade, you know, to the new Xbox, uh, just because when I get one, like I'm going to get the, you know, the digital one, uh, mm-hmm. and, and just it, it's just little annoyances because like, it, and I want like, trust me, like I want like uh, people with the new systems to have exclusive games. It's just it's been a weird transition period, I think overall, um, and it's well, kind of hung around longer. Right. That's yeah. a big issue too. That 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 is the main point. And you know, I want those exclusives like but it's like when you have this game that's twenty bucks, it's like they're like, Why 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 are you delaying me like months ahead? It's like either give it to me or not. So like just that slight annoyance has kinda of made me want to go ahead and like maybe just go ahead and upgrade if I can find one, which I think the, the digital Xboxes are a little bit easier to find, you know, yeah. than some of the other yeah. ones. Um, so if I see one and I, you know, I can get it at the time, it's like, I, I might go ahead and snag one up, just, you know, just to avoid, cause like I said, having the game share with my friend, he's got the newer one. I got the older one. I, you know, I think some things we can, you know, some things will still be, you know, like, like complied with each other, but it's like, I'd rather just kind of avoid that in general. And I think the price is pretty good for the digital Xbox. So, you know, if I can and find one, I'm going to get it. Yeah, I, I have the uh, the Series S, and uh, a few people at like my work and stuff, like kind of like were making fun of me for getting that. They're just like, like, why would you get that thing? And I get it, but I'm like, you know, and I'll admit, like, I also had that kind of personality where I'm like, I got it just because it was like hard to find, and I was like, ooh, I need a new shiny toy. Like, yeah, you snagged one pretty early. Yeah, and I mean, I you can't you can't fault it because I mean, like, yeah. it, think about it, if you didn't snag it at that time, you you, you probably wouldn't have one right now. Yeah, I and mean, now that crazy. I do have one, I now that I do have one, I I love it. Like, I you know, yeah, I've had it like pretty much like since it came out. Like, I got one like I I think I got it at launch the Series S. And yeah, then, pretty much. I remember when you did. Like, after that. After. No. I have to give a shout out to my friend Kenneth, you know, that got me my old, you know, Xbox One S or whatever the old one's called. Um, you know, cause, uh, you know, he got that one for me. Like I said, we have the game share and it's like, I, I want to kind of keep up with that, you know, and he told me that the digital one, as far as like my TV, cause I don't have a 4K or anything like that. He's like, you'll be fine with this one. And I oh, really yeah. only, I really only do digital because, uh, you know, you can only do game share with the digital. So I like I really only get digital games on the Xbox anyway, so it kind of makes sense. And Anything else I can like transfer over beforehand, you know. And, and yeah. the and the way the way physical and digital media now is, I mean, like it, you're fine getting digital. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because the only thing with physical that that I'm st- that I'm still gravitating towards, of course, is you know the oh yeah you get the whole it blah blah blah. But you know they're still like 
some fragment of like licenses or like sometimes yeah. you can't re-download things on the digital market, but if you still yeah. have the if you still have the hard disk, you can still play it. Um, so that that's really the only thing. But other than that, I mean, man, I, if I see a digital only Xbox or PlayStation and I want to get it, I, I'll go ahead and grab it. Yeah, so I got the PlayStation 5 with the disk drive, and then I got the Xbox Series S. And the the PlayStation 5, like, I do like having that disk drive because I can, like, if I see a game on sale, like, I've found some PS5 games on sale that were, like, on disk that were cheaper than buying them digitally. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that happens. Then it happens both ways, but that that's the only good thing is you can be a little more versatile if you're a thrifty gamer like i know probably you guys are too where you just look for deals all the time yeah uh you're especially like, too yeah. with a lot of games like with the uh with the uh with the vr you know like a lot of vr games even on the ps4 uh, you know to get them easily you know was only digital yeah so yeah, you kind of learn the ease, and also too, like even Metroid recently, I was like, do I want to go to the store? Or do I want to like just like sleep in and stay at home? And it's like, <laughs> I just kind of slept in and stayed at home, and then I got the, I got the digital the night before, and then I woke up and played it in the morning. You know? <laughs> yeah, and uh, that that Metroid game was like five gigs or something. Like it was like nothing. Yeah, such Crazy. a good game. Such a good it's game. great. It's fucking amazing. I was just shocked at how little it is, but I mean, it makes sense. But. I loved it. Um, and, and the same thing, I downloaded Metroid digitally because I was like going on a flight the next day, and I'm like, man, that's the best type of game to play on a flight. Oh, yeah, I can just concentrate on and like you know just you know just sit there and zone out. And uh, yeah, buying it digitally was a fucking lifesaver. It was. I'm pretty sure it was a much better choice than Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst, man. That was the Fuck, worst man. purchase I ever made. Oh, it really was terrible, terrible. Well, uh, you know, uh, some of the stuff that we were going to be talking about on this episode, uh, you know, because it is Halloween, we, we wanted to have an alien theme because, you know, Metroid Dread and, uh, you know, video games, aliens, Halloween, all comes hand in hand. So, you know, we, we went through and all of us thought of like three games each, uh, alien games we wanted to talk about. And since. Since you're our uh, guest of the honor tonight, Ryan, I'm going to ask you, uh, what is one of your favorite Alien games? So I'm actually going to go with a VR game first and say Half-Life Alex. Because I don't know anything about this game. Man, so... um, I I got that because uh there's there's kind of a game share kind of deal with Steam. I don't know how like legit it is, but like there's like a family share thing on Steam and uh it my buddy was like he was like, Yeah, you can you can sit there and he just has like every VR game ever. So uh I hooked up my Oculus Quest to uh to his Steam account and uh, I downloaded Half Life Alex. And I'm not even like a big Half Life person, like I, I've I've dabbled with with one and two, you know. I think yeah, I think it's, cool. it's cool, but it's like you know, some people are huge about it, and then yeah. some of us are like, "Well, this is okay." <laughs> exactly. So I, I thought it was okay, you know. I was like, "Whatever." And then uh, I played Half Life Alex, and like, not only is it like the best like VR game I've ever played, uh, but like it's so immersive and realistic that like there are times where it actually got me, like it actually tricked me into like freaking the fuck out oh wow Uh, one one specific time that this is why i wanted to bring it up just to tell this story but one specific time i'm sitting here playing uh, half-life alex in my room and uh 
I clear out my computer room when I play VR so I can kind of walk around a little bit and like move and, and not run into stuff. Uh, but there's these aliens that are on top of the ceiling. And if you get, uh, and they have like tongues hanging down or like tentacles or whatever. But if you get up too close to the tentacle thing, it'll grab you around the leg, suck you up into the ceiling, which is terrifying in VR. Oh, wow. Um, so I was trying to shoot one and I was like getting my gun ready and I was pointing it up at the ceiling and the ceiling fan was on. <laughs> wow. So uh, that, at that point, my hand went into the ceiling fan and uh, I thought that the thing was biting my hand just for a split <laughs> second. Uh, for a split second, I was like, Oh God, I freaked out. My hand got caught in the fan and, uh, it was the scariest experience I've ever had in VR. Wow. That's trippy. Do you, uh, are you going to try out the, uh, Resident Evil 4 VR? Yeah, actually, that looks really, really cool. That um, is, that's oh actually someone I asked for for Christmas. So, uh, <laughs> the Oculus Quest 2 with, uh, Resident Evil. Gosh, that's going to just be, I, cause I think that game just freaked me out alone anyway because it was just freaking chainsaw man and people like <laughs> fucking knocking down ladders and they pick them back up like this that in vr just freaks me out but uh james what is one of your favorite alien games you know i'm, I'm gonna pull this one out because it has been one of my favorites for many years i remember uh sending pics and telling ryan about it and like he didn't know but i, I have to go with the the aliens arcade game which actually mm. was from 1990 um, this one was pretty exciting. Like when I was a kid, uh, it's like, you know, you still, it's like, you know, about aliens, you played Contra and things like that. We didn't have that many actual alien games. And this one was very cool because it had like co-op and, you know, you're going through, it's like you're, you know, Ripley and Hicks, even though Ripley has like blonde hair or something. Cause like they couldn't get the rights, uh, yeah. you know, just Sigourney Weaver to the actual, you know, looks, but, um, just very fun basic game uh you know i played it through you know emulation like i've gone through it beat it um but it was an awesome game it, it was very it, it was a hard game you know um lots of eaten quarters i mean they they did that typically with us back in the day robbing us youths of our quarters <laughs> um but uh, you know that was one it was very cool because it actually had you know the license uh you ended up in the suit that she was in in the movie, uh, it kind of changed perspective. I mean, much like Contra, where you had, uh, you know, the certain stages, uh, you know, where you're running through, it was kind of, not the overhead, but kind of like that it, semi-first person. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you go through the, uh, the you know, the, the little uh, armories or whatever they were, uh, you'd go through and, uh, you know, it had a, a good mixture, lots of crazy, like, alien creatures, and it's like, it had, you know, chest bursters, busting out of people in the background and um, that was just a very you know it was a it was a very just classic one i remember and it's fun to play through and like i said it's great on emulation because you have unlimited continues and you know you can go through and you can actually beat it unlike the arcade which you could not because <laughs> <laughs> it was very hard yeah for for me uh I, i'm gonna go completely on a different field than uh, because I, I I view it as an alien game because you know it does have sci-fi-ness but Maniac Mansion yeah I can see that yeah Maniac. It's, got a, it's got a lot of sci-fi elements yeah I mean uh it's 
And that was a really fun game and very uh ahead of its time too, the whole point and click that, you know, was on home console. That's like I would love for Maniac Mansion to be re released on the uh Switch. Like, let's make it happen. Yeah, they that, should just do a two pack with that and Day of the Tentacle. Oh yeah. Yeah, that one could. I mean, would you rather just the the original uh, Maniac Mansion, or would you like to see like a complete remake of sorts? I, I'd be fine with like the original, but with just the NES ROMs, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that would be. Like I said, it was man. We got a couple of those games in between, like the Shadowgate series, you know, that Deja Vu, Uninvited, and Maniac Mansion. At least we get to experience like quite a few of those games that more of the people on PC, you know, had. That we didn't, but I think we still got pretty like comparable versions, you know, yeah. on the NES. I mean, we didn't get a hamster blowing up in the microwave, uh, <laughs> it, but I mean, I don't really need to see that anyway, you know. Yeah, it's pretty I, infamous. Though. The 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 more the more I think about, it, the more I remember that I I don't think I've played the PC version of Maniac Mansion. I've only played. I don't. Is there a PC version? A Maniac Mansion, or was it just on NES? I, no, it was on others, because, I mean, the I, uh. I think that was the original one that had the hamster blowing up. That was one of those uh. things, like, you, you know, you'd hear it was, like, one of those secret things, but, like, you know, it was a rumor that maybe, like, some early versions of the NES, like, had that. Yeah. I, I don't really know if it did, but, uh, you know, it was, because a lot of those games were intended, you know, to be used, like, you know, a lot of kind of point-and-click, you know, like, mouse games, you know, with, you know, like I said, Data View, Shadowgate, Mini at Mansion. So, I mean, you know, yeah, there would have been like a PC version. It's yeah. Just, we didn't have it. You know, we, we had what we had and that was like the NES and we were grateful, you know, for that version. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking at it on, uh, on Google and yeah, it was released all, also on the Commodore 64. Oh, uh, wow. So that, that's, that's, <laughs> I, I, I want to check that out. I want to check out the, uh, Commodore 64, but, uh, yeah, so, so that would be that would be mine. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Um, you know, I was tempted to go Alien Isolation, but I feel like I've brought it up on every single podcast. That <laughs> That's okay. Done. That I game deserves game. all the love it gets. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going. <laughs> I'm going back with it. Alien Isolation because that to me still holds up as one of the scariest games ever made. And if they ever put that game in VR. I won't even play it because oh, wow. Fuck oh that. my god. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that oh my gosh, that that game, that game like really captured that movie. Even though it was like yes. and, and I like the fact that it wasn't just a straight uh, you know, remake of the movie. It yeah. was its own thing, but it had the flavor of the first movie and oh my gosh, like if you ran into a if you ran into the Xenomorph, you were going to die. Yeah. It's horrific, and and they actually had a DLC that was just straight up the first movie. Oh like, wow! There, there was a DLC where you could just be like Ripley um, or Dallas, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was them too. But like, yeah, you like you could literally just play as them, and it's the first movie, and you have to make it to the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, wow. that would be cool. But I know someone like there is a version. I don't know if it was like some uh, homemade version. Someone did actual like a vr version of that um, really i think it was only like through pc um, yeah i don't but, think it was an official thing yeah no no it was it totally it wasn't official but i remember and i remember hearing you know terrifying results you know because oh, like, wow. people were terrified through the regular game you know but to have that and someone running it through and doing that i mean i think it was really awesome 
It actually runs really well on the Switch, too. Like, it actually runs really well on the Switch. Really? I haven't tried that. Yeah, That's like, awesome. I was watching a video by uh, Digital Foundry, and uh, they did a review of it, and they were showing the specs, and they were like, wow, this runs amazingly well on the Switch. That's awesome. That's good to know because that's one I, I've been wanting. I've revisited it a couple times, but it's about time to do it again. So that the Switch version might be the way to go. Indeed. Even though, I mean, like, I wonder would would it had the same effect playing it in handheld? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If you sit back in a corner of your room and you're playing handheld all close up, like it, it might. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a good point. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's something about the way, even on like e- the easiest difficulty, which is how I played it the first time. I'm not even gonna try to like act tough. Like the first time I played it, I played on the easiest difficulty. It was still super hard, super intense. That thing knows when you're around, and like there's not much of shit you can do. There's so much just hiding in vents and closets and just waiting for it to pass by, which sounds boring, but it's not when you're playing the game. It's not boring at all. Yeah, it's it's it really has that uh, adrenaline rush, like yeah. that hide and seek kind of uh, fight or like fight or flight mode, you know? Yeah, and it it doesn't feel like you know a lot of times when you have just like uh, a a bad guy chasing you around in a game, and a lot of times it doesn't feel like they really like have any like good AI. Like they're they're kind of just standing outside of the room. If you're in a safe room, they just kind of stand outside of there and they'll wander around. And you can predict <laughs> what they're gonna do, but like. The Alien Isolation Xenomorph was the only time that I did not know what it was doing. Yeah. Like, I couldn't predict what it was doing. I think part of it's because it's up in the ventilation system and, and everything. Like, you really can't be like, oh, I bet it's hanging out here. I can just walk around this area and it'll get confused or whatever. Like, you can't you can't do that. Hmm. Now, uh, James, James, what's uh, another Alien game that you'd like to mention? We'll bring out another another old one since they had the old Aliens arcade. Uh, another classic arcade game. It's available in a couple compilations, and I think it was even on the Atari Lynx. Would be Xenophobe. Oh um, yeah, Xenophobe was one. It definitely brought in that you know look of the Xenomorph, uh, completely ripping off Alien. Mm-hmm. It was on there and very cool because it was a, a three player arcade game. And to me, it was a little bit more reminiscent of, like, Spy vs. Spy on the NES, which uh, I'm sure like, a lot of us played. Uh, oh, yeah. You were setting traps against each other, but this one you were kind of, you know, working together. But to have three people, you'd have the different rooms, you know, you'd go through, uh, you know, crossing over, and it's like, you know, change different levels, and, like, you're running away and trying to destroy this. You know, it's pretty much a xenomorph. Like, they really took that look of alien... And, you know, gave it, and to have, like, you know, three-player games or something that were a bit of an anomaly back in the day, like, you didn't get the most of them. You know, you'd have, yeah. like, you know, Mercs, couple, you know, games, some of Ram- the gold, Rampage. You know, like, Rampage. You know, Rampage, you know like, like, Golden Axe 2. Uh, you know, it was really rare, but, you know, to have that and, uh, you know, a little, little bit more of a, a comical-looking game, you know, I think, and it's, like, it was also on the... Uh, the NES, of course, it was, you know, reverted to two players. But I think that, you know, classic version, uh, to have, you know, be able to play three players, you know, going through, uh, you know, it's like, it had some 
you know, it could be as scary as it could be, you know, for a game like that for its time. Uh, and that, that was just another one, like, I, like, really enjoyed. And it was cool to see it. And like I said, you know, there's some compilations, like, especially on the, I remember one, the PSP and, you know, many other systems, like, you could get it and play it. And it's just, it's like, it's a tough game. It's frustrating. But I, I just, I love seeing that, you know, Xenomorph looking alien in games like that. Yeah, the the xenomorph was uh, such an iconic creature. It showed its way in every nook and cranny of uh, media, even as far as like the Ninja Turtles with the like freaking alien pizza aliens. They, they look, oh yeah, oh yeah, they look just like yeah. xenomorphs. But uh, and come on, we we can't deny music wise, Danzig three, how yeah. the gods kill. Oh, come on, H.R. Geiger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know, it, all over that and it's like just just to see that it's just a very slick slimy you know looking thing and that's what many of us think of you know it's like it's either going to be an alien with like you know it's eyeballs bugging off its head or it's going to be like a geiger looking slick alien you know shoving another little alien out of its mouth in our face well, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to stay on the topic of, of uh, xenomorphs because uh, another one that I want to mention is uh, Alien Syndrome from the uh, arcade in the same. Oh Master yeah! System. Oh man! That was a really fun one. It was you know very reminiscent of Alien uh, or Aliens because it was like you know a lot more gunplay and it was like a top down kind of like Ikari Warriors meets Aliens, kind of like Smash TV kind of. That was a fun game. Yeah, that's another one. Actually, I played in the arcade. Like, I was like, I remember that one. Also available on a lot of, like, really cool compilation discs. Yeah. And, you know, ha- having the co-op, which was always a plus. Um, like I said, I mentioned, like, the three-player, you know, with Xenophobe, which three players, three to four was, like, rare. But yeah. even having two was really cool. And, you know, having that, that game like that, I just remember lots of elevators or escalators. Uh, probably would be the right word, you know, <laughs> going around. And man, that one really captured it too. And that, that's cool because that's one like I really forgot about. Yeah, like I had to look it up and then I instantly knew what you're talking yep. about. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's good stuff, good stuff. And uh, what about you, Ryan? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the alien designs in that. I love the pig cops. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I've always had a soft spot for that game, and uh, I recently replayed it, like the, the HD version of it. And uh, I was like, man, this still holds up. This is a great game, and like the alien designs are fucking solid. So that w- that would be mine. I, that just makes me want to give a big shout out. I know he doesn't listen to the show, but my middle school keyboard teacher, Mister Gibb. Big shout to him because man, this is this is like back in the day. I was in middle school and we were in keyboard class typing and all that stuff. And every computer in his room had a uh, freaking Doom installed and a uh, Redneck Rampage. Yes, yes, Redneck Rampage is another. Oh my, oh my gosh! And I would sit there and I remember I, like sometimes I had to walk by the classroom. Like if I wasn't in class that day, I'd walk by and I look over and like everybody, everybody's playing Doom. It was just like this is so cool. <laughs> there was there was something like about that time period where like Doom and Duke Nukem and Redneck Rampage and and Postal Quake. 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 Quake it was like 
it was like they're so like scandalous about playing those games though. It was like like whoa, like you're playing those like that's fucking hardcore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and everybody seemed to have that class. Like mine was technical drafting, um, to where it's like if you got done with your work, which I didn't ever really do and I was terrible at. Uh but I met a cool homie who introduced me to the misfits, I will say, in honor of Halloween. I met this guy in technical drafting, uh, who gave me a Misfits tape, because uh, I knew about them through Metallica and their covers, as many people did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, like, I'm, I was in 10th grade, he was in 12th, and usually, like, those people didn't hang out with each other. This dude was two grades higher than me, and we were both, like, metal kids, so it, we had a connection, man. And, like, he said it was his cousin, who actually I'm still in contact with, uh, to this day, the guy that the tape actually came from. Uh, the first Mrs. Tate, which changed my life. And, uh, in that technical drafting class, he, the teacher had Alone in the Dark and, uh, Doom on his computers. That's and it was so like, cool. if, you got, if you got done with your work, which, like I said, I didn't really do because I was terrible at it. I don't know why I was in that class, but <laughs> it was all for the better. But, uh, sometimes I'd probably lie and be like, yeah, I'm done. And I'd play Alone in the Dark or Doom. And, you know, like, so many kids in high school, like, had that one class where some teacher had this game that, honestly, we probably shouldn't have been playing in high school. Like, why, like, why was this allowed? But more yeah, power I think, to those teachers that did it. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was, I think, you know, this, this kind of signifies, like, at that point where the teacher and the student are almost into the same stuff. Like PC be. gaming and video games. It was games. a younger, it was definitely a younger, you know, a somewhat younger teacher for That's that so time. That's so cool. Yeah. Cause, I mean, that was like, I mean, if you were a gamer and, and a PC gamer, like that was like the hot shit. Those are the yeah. teachers that really changed lives right there. You know, it's oh, not yeah. necessarily about the school. I mean, if you had someone change your life, you know, through learning and things like that, but sometimes yeah, it's, it's meeting other students you know and what? playing these horrible games. I don't like, remember. And that changed your life. Yeah, I don't remember my seventh grade math teacher. I don't remember their name, but I remember Mr. Gibb that let me play <laughs> Doom. Like, I can't forget that dude. Hell <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Shout out to the teachers. Y'all have way cooler teachers than I get. <laughs> <laughs> I did all my gaming after school with like the rejects that would like we'd hang out and play Dude Nukem and be like, oh, I think I saw a booby, but I can't tell because it's so pixelated. <laughs> oh god, I don't know what was up with like all the crazy like little adolescent like rumors like that. Be like, oh, there's a nude code. There's a you know like the freaking Laura Croft nude code, the infamous. Oh nude yeah. Code. Oh wait, yeah. here's one for you, Ryan. You'll appreciate this. Me and a friend of mine in uh. I don't know if he was in like ninth, that was in seventh, so somewhere around then, like middle school, junior high. We skipped school that day and went to south of the border. Uh, and nice. me and Ryan have rode on this horrible Ferris wheel that almost probably killed us and we didn't even know it. But, uh, south of the border had these weird poker machines that had this, uh, like nude poker. And, uh, we skipped school one day and went down there and, uh, played these nude poker games. Uh, <laughs> once again, don't know how that was allowed. Uh, but somehow it happened, and uh, yeah, south of the border. Shout out, go check it out. They're, <laughs> they're tearing down part of it now, just just to rebuild. It's it's not permanent. They're they're rebuilding it. <laughs> it got flooded recently, right? Or like, oh god, I, I don't know, man. It's just uh, man, that is not it, like if you live anywhere between like Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, like uh, south of the border is one of those things. Like you just one of the need last to experience. Attractions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, 
where one of the places I work at, uh, Pachinko World, whenever someone comes into Pachinko World and they're doing like that, like Atlas thing, yeah. you know, what I'm Atlas talking Obscura? about. Yeah, they always go to Pachinko World, and after Pachinko World is always south of the border, like, yep. uh, and it's like now, like if they tell me, like, oh yeah, I'm doing this Atlas thing, I'm like, oh yeah, and right after this, um, head south of the border, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that site's awesome. It's Atlas Obscura. Mm-hmm. I look it up every time I go to any new city. Like, you know, if the cast creatures are playing in a, in a different town I haven't been to, or like if me and Nicole are traveling, like I always go to Atlas Obscura, and it just tells us the weird places to go. So like, cool. fuck all the tourist shit. Like, I want to go to the weird places. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And where were we at? I think we were on... We were, I think it was your turn, Ryan. Talk about your... uh my next alien. Oh, game. no, no, I was doing Nickel. Oh, yeah, it was. James. <laughs> uh, me here. I'm going to bring out one. Um, now, this is a, a big series that many know about. And honestly, I honestly haven't played that many of, but the one that stood out to me would be uh, Dead Space. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going with the Wii version, Dead Space Extraction. Huge. You know, I, I'm a huge light gun game fanatic. And uh, that definitely fell under that. But uh, this was one that uh, it kind of stood out because it had a little bit more, you know, things like unscrewing bolts and uh, it had a little bit more action to it than just blasting. Yeah, that um, was, you know, a, that was games, a really good Wii game. Yeah, a lot of games are just, yeah. you know, just blasting shooting. This one had a little bit more mechanics to it. Um, you know, like I said, the, the unscrewing screws and welding and things like that you know it's like some actual jobs <laughs> but uh <laughs> it was just, it was a very cool one and like i said dead space definitely like I said in case no one else brought it up i mean those other games uh, which it's one like i re- like i think they have some remasters coming out soon yeah uh it's one i definitely want to revisit cuz i've I, i've really only kind of dabbled within it uh like i said the the Wii one which which will probably not be included in the remaster. It's probably kind of lost in time. So you know, so yeah. if you have a Wii, it's it it's a great one to play. It's a, it's just a really fun you know just light gun game, but it has just a little bit more to it. But I, I do think the other series, you know, itself definitely needs to be brought up because I mean that one. I mean, man. I mean, it, like, it, can you connect any other alien game you know to aliens more than that? Uh, it, it really, I mean, they have, you know, three games in the series. It's one, I think, that should probably definitely be brought back. There should probably be another one. And it's one I, I really wish I'd played more. Uh, but the Wii one, like I said, man, it's great. Like, you can do co-op, uh, you know, by yourself. It's a super fun game. Uh, you know, we, like, Wii is like, was like the bastion of light gun games. Yes. Um, That's yeah, why it, I bought a Wii was for uh, for the Resident Evil light gun games. Dude, yeah. The Umbrella Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, That's man. why I bought a Wii. House of the Dead. Yeah. That yeah. was on there. Um, even some of the crappy, you know, little carnival games and stuff. A lot of those were very fun. Um, and that's a reason to keep a Wii hooked up. I mean, the only other way you can really play games like that, I'd say the next best thing, is PSVR. Um, which has some awesome, uh, you know, VR games as far as if you're into the shooting games and things like that. But still, even minus the VR, I think, you know, your, your best bet if you're a fan of those games 
is to hook up a Wii and play this because there's just so many from the uh oh man what was the game with the uh it was like a sega series with like the uh like la choppers or la oh, machine yeah. guns or something yeah like, yeah that's on there there's resident evil umbrella chronicles um house of the dead overkill um just so many and there's some that people even forget about even me myself being a fanatic like there's names i'm forgetting but there's ones that you can find that like that is the perfect system you can even put your wiimote like you know in a little gun thing yeah and, that's what i you know, do just shoot away <laughs> so it's like it's either if you want to pay the money for you know psvr which is you know not cheap or go with the wii honestly i'd say you know even though the vr might be a little bit more immersive uh, we is your best bet for a fun time. Like I said, whether you're a friend, your significant other, because almost anybody can get into a game where you're just shit like light gun games. They're just man, they're all inclusive. Well, I think anybody can have a good time. Oh, and what's cool too is, uh, and that's with the Wii or the Wii U. Both consoles are really easy to uh, soft mod now. So I mean, you know, Wii's are a dime a dozen. So yeah. you, if you go to like, say you go to some thrift store, this is a, this is a freaking unicorn story right now uh, when it comes to video game collecting. But say you go to a thrift store and you find a Wii for like a couple dollars or something, you get that, and you, if you got a Wii mote and all that stuff, you just mod it, boom, you got yourself a little arcade, a little light gun arcade in the living room. It's nothing better. I mean, it really like that. That is like the system. Like I said, unless, uh, other than spending, you know, way more money for a VR, if you just want a good time, easy, affordable, you know, it, it, games are very cheap now. It's like, that is the system you want. And like I said, even like those bootleg ass fucking carnival games. Um, yeah. You can have a fun time, you know, uh, like, the carnival games, uh, like I actually had that on Wii and on PSVR. That game is fun as shit. Not to mention, too, speaking of Halloween, I will say there's, uh, oh my god, La- uh, Last Call, uh, Juwan, The Grudge, which is a little bit more of a haunted house game. Oh, but yeah. It, it's on there. I mean, the Wii has some sick ass horror games. Uh, the Silent, uh, there's a Silent Hill game on there. Yeah, The Shattered um, Memories. That's yes. actually really dude, good. Dude, I love that game. The game so is good. really, really underrated. Hell, and even I'll throw out Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain is cheap as hell. It's, like it's not really great, but damn, I had a good time playing it, and it, it definitely has a spookiness to it. But like I said, Juon, Last Call, they actually are a little bit more expensive uh, on the aftermarket. Uh, I looked out and got them early on, uh, but I mean the calling. Um, there's like this, you know, uh, ghost girl, and the, it like it will call you on the Wiimote. And like, oh, wow. like it's it's creepy, dude. Me and my friends are playing it, and it's like you get these little calls, and it like it will definitely bug you out. So this really great horror games on the Wii that you know they get a little bit ignored, and like I said, they are a little bit expensive now. So I mean, also if you have a way to emulate, definitely you know check those out because I mean it's a great horror experience, and I think it's a lot of games like obviously sometimes when games are expensive like that, it's because people missed out on them or maybe there wasn't like a large production run um so you know it might be in your best interest to search for other means to play those games indeed indeed and for mine um i i'm gonna go completely off the beaten path 
Because this is, and you know, I never played this game, but I watched my uh, my 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 now ex brother in law. I watched him play it. But uh, it's going to be Star Wars Galaxies on the PC. It was a uh, it was an MMO. But you know what was really cool is when he first started playing it. Uh, they had an element that I that has stuck with me ever since. It's because this game takes place like after Episode Three, like before A New Hope, and um, all all the Jedi's, you know, they're outlawed. So if you're playing this game, it would be really hard for you to become force sensitive to become a Jedi. Like there was a lot going on to do that. And if you became a Jedi, you wouldn't really want to be out in the open with a lightsaber being like, oh, look at me. I can do force shit because then it was a uh, PVP. So if someone was a bounty hunter, boom, they start killing you. Ah, that was a really cool concept. That's fucking neat. What now? Was Galaxies the one where you could also just be like, I'm a bartender or whatever? Like, yeah. Like, you could just have like a normal ass job. Like, like, Dude, I, yeah, that's that, what I'd always heard about. I that game, I, two, two of my best friends, like, actually were super, I, them and even more were super into that game and they tried to get me into it. And I didn't, I, I never really latched on, but I mean, they had so much fun playing that that it's a game yeah. that I wish I had gotten into more. But like I said, li- like literally, two of my best friends were like super into that game, man. So it's like that just tells you, like, and they're big Star Wars nuts too. So it's like definitely that'd be a great game. Indeed, indeed. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was freaking awesome. Um, I, I enjoyed watching him play and all that stuff. You uh, seemed lost in thought. Contra. I mean, oh my gosh, you gotta bring that one up because. Man, Contra had it had it all. It was that perfect mixture of Predator, Alien. Because come on, we got to give a shout out to Predator too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Predator versus Alien, also huge series going on. But uh, any of the Contra games, man, just with the they had a lot of the xenomorph looking style aliens. Uh, man, any of them. You actually went into an alien's body in a game, like. <laughs> How many did that? It was absurd. You had to destroy a beating heart. Yeah, that was that was a good one. And I like now that we all collectively acknowledge that it's Sylvester Stallone and Arnold on the cover and you like see these reimagining posters. I I freaking love that. Oh dude, that poster is so fucking great. <laughs> I love that it's like straight up like uh, isn't it Arnold and Dolph? Lundgren? Yeah, it's Arnold did Rambo. Rambo, that's right. That's right, yeah. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. But we love Dolph, too. Yeah, 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 Dolph Lundgren rules. Showdown, Little Tokyo. He's in some shark movie. He's in a movie, uh, God, I can't remember what it's called. Shark Lake, maybe? Uh, Where he goes to hunt down a shark. uh, And, man, it's pretty awesome. Dolph Lundgren is uh, tops, man. Come on. Drago. <laughs> Drago, hell yeah. You know, uh, all this talk for some reason has me thinking about another light gun game, Area 51. Oh, oh yes. Wow. Man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, actually, I got, I got it playing in the background here, like on YouTube, and like, I'm just like, kind of catching glances of it. And I'm like, dude, this shit was like pretty next level. 
It really was. Like, in the very beginning, when that uh, guy tells you, he's like, stay low to the ground. Yeah. You're just like, whoa, this is about to get real. And for some reason, I, I see Area 51. It makes you think of, like, the old school Walmart lobby. And I can <laughs> smell popcorn. <laughs> you know? My gosh. I can see that. Yeah, this shit was so cool. I loved how when everything exploded, it was like a bloody little puddle of skulls and stuff. Um, yeah, and, and I love the weird, like, zombie alien things. They were so mm-hmm. cool looking. And, like, the bright 90s-ass color jumpsuits. That was... Yeah, so yeah, also, too, man, hey, old 360 stuff. Lost Planet. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the game was great, yeah. Right, it's not, it's not one I delved into that much, but, uh, you gotta bring that up. And also, too, as an ultimate favorite of mine... Uh, just due to all the aliens and other weird crap going on in it. Earth Defense Force. Yes. Uh, come on. Like, oh, dude. The ultimate yeah. budget 360 game, $40, and like, it still exists to this day. And I love the fact that, like, had this whole other life in Japan. Um, there were so many games, like, we didn't even get. And, uh, you know, and it still pops up now and then. And, like, that is another fun, especially co op game. I, like I said, it's not light gun, you know, type, but if you want to hang out with your friend on the couch and play a game, man, you can't go wrong with Earth Defense Force on 360 or honestly any of the other versions. I mean, you know, some could be hit or miss. Like I didn't love, uh, all of them as much as I did some of the others, but it's still one that like holds up. I mean, just as far as like that killing aliens and giant dinosaur robots and stuff <laughs> like that. I mean, God, come on. Can, like, can you really compare with that? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. You you actually turned me on to that game. And, yes. Uh, yeah, we, we, me and Nicole both played a pretty good bit of it because it's like one of those few newer games that's split screen. And, uh, yeah, we played the shit out of that game. And, like, the acting in it's so fucking bad and goofy and it's so great. Uh, Minimal uh, buttons. Like, it only uses a few... As far as the controller, I mean, look at that, James Grissom turning the world onto Yakuza and Earth Defense Force. I'm sure. like, I'm good, man. I can die tomorrow. I'd rather not. But I mean, it is, I was like, I, I, that's my purpose in life, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, let's get into uh, games we've been playing recently to wrap up the show. Uh, Brian, what have you? What have you been playing? Um. So. Um. We've been playing a game uh, by Turtle Rock Studios, I think, called Back for Blood. Um, it's uh, a Left 4 Dead spiritual uh, successor. Ah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those games that, like, I probably wouldn't like it that much if it wasn't the fact that it's, like, cross-platform. So me and my wife can play it together. Like, we have, like, a little team, and, like, we, we got, like, strategies planned out and shit. Like, I don't think I would like it that much if I was playing a single player. Mm-hmm. But as a multiplayer game, it's really fun. It's really heightened. Um, and, oddly enough, it was also on my list of things to possibly talk about because the zombies in this are created by alien worms. Oh, wow. Which is kind of neat. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, I just beat Tales of Arise, which was cool. Um, and, uh... I will be playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla till the end of time because they just keep releasing <laughs> DLC and it's the longest fucking game ever, but I like it, so I can't stop playing it. 
<laughs> what about what about you, James? I'm lying. I haven't played this game recently. I did download it, but I'm going to say destroy all humans in honor of what we're talking about with aliens. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I just didn't bring it up. <laughs> we, yeah, we didn't bring it up, but I mean, it's that nice mixture. It's got that old 50s feel, you know, the, the G-Men and the, you know, all like even Back to the Future. Um, it's just that old time town, you know, when aliens came and invaded and people didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was just a good time. And then, uh, I mean, hell, other than that, uh, hadn't really played the, uh, the most of anything else. Um, still been playing some wrestling games. Also, I'll say I've been big into, uh, muscles. Uh, oh, yeah. The old right. figures from the, uh, the 80s, uh, they might have avoided you guys because you guys are a little bit younger than me. Um, I know what they're, I'm familiar with what they are. I never had them. Yeah, they're a great, man, the GameCube game is awesome. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell a funny story real quick because, uh, I did find the game on GameCube and I was trying to buy it. It was disc only and it was a little expensive. It was over like 60 bucks and, uh, disc only. And, uh, I, you know, made an offer and the guy gave a counter offer. And then I came back and I sent him a message and I was like, look, dude, I was like, I'm not trying to lowball you. But I was like, if we could get like around 60 bucks, like with shipping, like I'm good. I said, if not, I understand. And this dude kind of just completely denied it. And then he jacked up his price oh, shit. on eBay from 60 to like 75 to where like, if he oh, came wow. back, I wouldn't even buy it for like $30. Just I, like the fact that I sent him a message, I was just like, man, like that is just rotten. Cause I get, and I get, and it's like, I could get the game. Cause like he had it, he jacked up to 75 with shipping. It's 80. I could get a copy right now for, uh, 90 bucks, uh, minus instructions with cover and disc. And like, that's high, but like, I just, I really wanted to play this game cause I've been in a muscle. I've been buying some old ones. Uh, I have a lot of my childhood ones. Uh, well, I honestly have been playing too much. Uh, been playing a little bit of Metroid Dread, which, uh, you know, all of us were, uh, I know me and you, James, we were talking a little bit about the previous episode. And, uh, Ryan, you said that you were saying before the show that that game was freaking awesome, right? Yeah, I, I love it. Um, I'm not terribly far off. Like, I'm on the second boss. Uh, but I mean, I feel like that's probably about halfway, though. But, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's fucking really hard, but fair. It's good. It's a good game. Nice, nice, and I so I've been I've been playing that, and I also just started playing uh, Lost Judgment. Oh, um, wow. yeah, I uh, you, you know it seems like that game flew under the radar for many people, but I think it's because that game came out around the same time that Tales of Arise came out. Yeah, yeah, oh I got ass. Tales of Arise, and I was planning to get to Lost Judgment, but I I haven't gotten there yet. Here, I also went out real quick. Uh... Halloween Kills. Yeah, y'all seen that? Yes, I, I didn't it. like it, man. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Hey, Ryan didn't like it. Xander, what did you say? You liked it? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I I did too. There were some parts. There were some parts I didn't care for, but it was it was just an enjoyable movie. I mean, it was just kind a, of a, just a, a fun thing. Slasher. It like I don't know what I went in expecting. I, I went with 
my normal like wrestling like homies and looks like we went to go watch it and um we had a good time and um it, it's very controversial you know yeah. and like i understand that and it's like sometimes i don't know what people want like it really was you know, it, it had some things thrown in. You know, the evil dies tonight. You know, the whole <laughs> gang mentality thing was a little bit weird, but it, it was pretty brutal. I will say, as far as like kills and stuff, I agree like, with that. I yeah, I mean, if you just I, want like a killer movie, like like that might be it. I I do wish that like Jamie Lee Curtis was in one scene with Michael Myers. Like that would have been cool. Yeah. You know, I didn't even notice that, you know? It's like, it, it, maybe it's like a throwback to, like, you know, the old Halloween 2, you know? It's like she was kind of just in the hospital and there, and, you know. I, like, I haven't even gone back. I watched the Rob Zombie ones recently, and, um, I, you know, a lot of people hate those. Uh, I kind of had a good time. Um, I, I, I did I like, like the, it, too. I like the, I like weird, the first... I like the first one more than the second one. Second yeah, one was kind well, of, I understand, but like, if you think about like, part two had this weird, uh, for those that remember Return to Oz, it had this mm-hmm. weird like winter wonderland feel like when, you know, it was kind of like in this snowy area and there was like the weird things. Like, it kind of gave me that feeling. Um, there were a lot of people do hate those and like i mean i hate man i don't hate anybody that hates it <laughs> like, like yeah. hey halloween 3 is still like the best sequel so yeah for sure right <laughs> we'll all agree on that <laughs> yeah yeah i uh yeah i, I was trying to remember because i was saying that i was playing uh lost judgment what i really like about lost judgment is it it kind of it, it kind of handles uh bullying like, I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Have you guys played it yet? No, no, no I, I really want to. Yeah, it's kind of slipped under my radar to where, like, I even forgot because, like, I never finished the last one. Um, and, like, now that new one's come out, like, it is a, like, yeah, because it is my thing. So it's like, I should play it at some point, but, like, I just, I haven't as of yet. Yeah, my, I'm not going to spoil too much of it. I, I'm just going to say, just like the, you know, the first game had a certain uh, issue that it, it kind of honed in on. It seems like that's going to be happening in this one as well. And it's uh, so far it's really interesting. And then after playing Like a Dragon and then playing Lost Judgment, maybe uh, remember why I loved the original like Yakuza like beat 'em up style a lot. I mean, I loved Like a Dragon. That was a great RPG. But just that, you know, classic beat em up, I'm glad they kept that with, uh, Lost You'd rather judgment. be kicking their ass. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm okay with it because it's like, we'll get judgment for the beat em up games and we'll get the, yeah. the Like a Dragon series with the, the turn base. And I like them both enough to where I'm cool with having both of them. And I think that's going to help. It's going to help, uh, the studio with their fatigue. Uh, yeah. Because we, ever since Zero got really popular, it was like every year we had like four RGG Studio games come out. You know? Yeah, it was and, too much. And they were all starting to kind of blend together and seem all the same. It was just getting people burnt out. So Judgment has just enough little oomph to it, just enough little bit of flavor to it that it's a different thing from the original Yakuza series. And then you have Like a Dragon, which is like the RPG series. So that's going to be good. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Because, like, there's like, always enough Yakuza games to go back to if you're like, yeah. I miss the old style. It's like, there's plenty of them. Definitely. 
you don't have the years and years of gaps like I did. Since yeah, I'm the OG no, I, of it all. You know, I got them all. I got them all at once. It's yeah, it's kind of it's kind of brutal. And like I said, like it's awesome because like you don't have to wait like I did. But it's a definitely a different experience. You know. Well, yeah, cause and, I played. I played uh, Kiwami first because that's the one James bought me. And then I went through and played through Zero, and then uh, Kiwami Two came out, and then Six came out. So like I fucking was just like bam, 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 like just playing them <laughs> nonstop. And they're all like thirty, forty hours. So, uh, and that's if you don't do everything, right? Yep. I put over a hundred into uh, part five. <laughs> like, yeah, so. and I haven't even gotten to five yet. I started four, and I'm like, "Where's Kiru?" And then I stopped, which I need to get back to it. Part five is the best fishing. Like, if you like fishing, part five, like that's where it's at. Like that's. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, I had to. I had the same issue when I played four, uh, especially right after the ending of three. Yeah. And oh yeah, the, no, yeah, three. I played three. I loved it. Yeah, and the, you see the ending of three, and you play four, and it's just kind of like, okay, well, because you're thrown into a totally different scenario with totally different new characters, and you're like, okay, what is this? I, I kind of want to see what happens after three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I I played three and immediately started up four, like right after the credits, and then I was like, wait, what the fuck? And then I, I kind of that's kind of where I've stopped, and I haven't gotten. To uh, I haven't gotten through four, and I haven't gotten to five yet. But I've played six, which is weird. Yeah, and five even has like a di- like five almost has like a completely different character like added in. It has this like baseball dude that's like put in there who I love, like I really love. And like I said, five is probably one of my favorites. Like you have little things like the fishing added in, like I said, which I think is the best. You have like hunting. Mm-hmm. You have the different characters. That you go through kind of like four, because four was one of the first ones that had the, you know, you had about three or four different people you played as, and five has that too. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's a different experience. I can see some people get hung up in certain areas, you know. Yeah, I, um, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, excuse me one moment, guys. Sorry. Well, uh, you know, Ryan. <laughs> I'm sorry, we all just kind of floundered there at the last minute. I didn't have anything else to add. I was just like, man, I, I love Yakuza, but I got a little too much of it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's that's very very true. Well, Ryan, uh, for for our listeners, uh. How can we can we check out your all your endeavors? You know, casket creatures, cadaver candle company. Um. So yeah, please just uh yeah look up uh, cadaver candle company on uh, bigcartel.com slash cadaver candle company. You can buy all of our shit there. Uh, perfect thing for Christmas. If you want to get those Christmas orders, and you got to be quick, you got to do it now. Um. And then yeah. Uh, other than that, um, check out the casket creatures. Uh, we're doing a show. The thirteenth in New Jersey, at oh, some nice. place. Jersey, called, wow! Yeah, some place called like Ryan's Bar or something. I'm like, <laughs> your bar? It's, it's your my bar. bar. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty you cool. Get free drinks, man. <laughs> I better. Um, but, but yeah, so that's gonna be cool. And then, uh, 
uh, Neon Warlords. It's just me and one other dude right now, and we're we're gonna, you know, we we might take it take it live. We haven't decided. You know, we're just kind of having a lot of fun making some cool like. This sounds like some like you know thrashy with some a little bit of synthy stuff. It's it's fun. It's a little different. Friends forever, honesty, loyalty. Okay. You know, do you, do you know that song uh, was played at my wedding? <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> it was, yeah. Like when when we said I do and we kiss, you may kiss the bride, and then that song kicks on. Friends forever, <laughs> you win, man. I, mean, I, again. I thought I had a good wedding, but I mean, you, you win. <laughs> that's like, freaking awesome. <laughs> I can't compete with that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it was it was pretty sick. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me on, man. It was a fucking blast. I always love talking to you guys. Uh, y'all are y'all are two of my best friends that I don't get to see hardly at all. So uh, <laughs> need to change that. But you know, there's a little bit of a barrier in, in distance here. Yeah. Those those event horizon friends were just gonna hang out in the background. Exactly. <laughs> Well, guys, I definitely want to thank you for checking out another episode of Excess Gaming Podcast. And again, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can check us out on all your podcatcher uh, of choices like iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, what have you. And if you want to check out archived episodes, you can go on YouTube.com slash Xander Scully, and that's my YouTube channel. And there's an Excess Gaming Podcast playlist. You can check out um, a, a lot of previous episodes, Halloween episodes we have with Brian. It's always been it's always a blast having you on the show, man. Always, man. I love you guys. Again, everyone, happy late Halloween. And as always, happy gaming. And also, like, it's fucking cold now, man. It's like, oh, I love like it. 30 degrees. I mean, love it. Speak about the weather. You gotta bring it up one last time. <laughs> <laughs> have a I feel like we always happy talk about Halloween. the weather. Every year. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. It's cold right now. Like it is. Hoodie it's time, good. beanie time. Break it out. It's all good. Love I feel you like guys. James, o- James always just caught up into some conversation I about the weather. God damn. <laughs> <laughs>